<sighs> Hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. This is Rob. But um, I wanted to do a quick little breakdown of the story for Magic the Gathering's newest set. Um, I just finished it last night. It was fantastic. But we are going to be getting Streets of New Capenna. And we have the new magic story that ties along with it. So I figured I'd give a little review, give a breakdown of what happened and um, what it means for the future of the Planeswalkers and of the planar multiverse. So again, if you like this, please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. It really helps out the channel. And I appreciate all the love and support regardless. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to do a full episodic breakdown of the sh of the books but written by Elise Val I believe was what her name was I can't remember off the top of my head um it was very exciting to watch very very exciting to read such a well put together story about this world and the twists and turns that it took because it did not it actually subverted what I was thinking it was going to be and it was rather dark <laughs> once you get to the end of it um, but Streets of New Capenna, the New Capenna itself is a city that is on this plane, on this planet, and the rest of the planet is desolate. Yeah, that's, that's the word I was looking for. Desolate. And that there was no, the life, the rest of the life on the planet was actually killed and taken by uh, the Phyrexian. And we'll get into that in a second. But we start off with Elspeth. Elspeth, um, she had just finished. She had just finished um, everything with Theros, and Erebos was able to get his vengeance on Heliod, and because of that, he granted Elspeth the ability to go free and go do what she wants. So she does, and she actually meets up with a Johnny, who I don't remember what plane they said they were on, but she does meet up with a Johnny, and. Uh, Johnny tells them that there, or tells her that there is a Phyrexian problem on this planet of Capanna. Now, the way he thought that everything happened, they defeated the Phyrexian. We'll get into why that, why I say maybe in a bit, but um, he tasked Elspeth with the job of going to Capanna to find out what happened, how they, how they defeated the menace, how they managed to become a new thriving economy. What happened? And he also said that this is probably going to be a home for her. The new home for her. But that's what she's always been looking for. Is a spot to truly call home. That she where she feels at home. She thought it was in Theros. I mean being protected amongst the angels and gods. She thought it would be good. She thought it would be what she was looking for. But the problem with gods is that gods are corrupt. And they showed it there. Time and time again to her. So she is going to try and find a new home in Capenna. And the reason why Johnny believes that Capenna would be the home for her is because it was a place protected by angels. But we'll get into the pre get into why it's previous. So we're now on New Capenna. There are five different factions. There's the brokers. They are Bant colored. There are the Cabaretti, who are the more party going clan. They are in Naya colors. The brokers are the lawyers of the uh, of the place. The Obscura family in Esper, they're the ones who get the information. They're the 
They're the rogues of the spot. You know, they go in and everywhere. You have Xander in the Grisses Colors, who is the fleet of vampires who have taken over. And they pretty much are just the slime ones. They do a lot of the tailoring. They do a lot of the painting. They do a lot of the arts. And then you also have the, uh, you have Ziatora and the Jun Color, which are the riveters, the riveteers. They're the workers. They're the hard workers. They're the steel mill guys. This plane of Capenna, of New Capenna, is set to look like basically the 1920s. Prohibition era. You have mobsters. You have the roaring 20s. So you have all the the dancers. You have the basically the grandiose side with the great Gatsby feeling. You also have the hard workers of the society. It was a society that was built on... The idea of you working for your fame, no matter how, no matter how you're working, and a lot of it was done illegally. It was also the time of prohibition, so you had alcohol sales going through the roof, and a lot of gangsters and mobsters being formed because of it. This is the full culmination in magic form, and we have not alcohol being sold, um, but this magical substance called Halo. Oh, Halo. Oh, Halo. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, but let's go ahead and start off with uh, Elspeth's travels. Let's see where she ends up going. So she makes it to the plane, unknowing of pretty much anything or anyone there. And she feels like the odd woman out yet again. She doesn't feel at home here. Everything's too shady, too corrupt, too messed up, and she just, it just doesn't work. She ends up getting tied up in some shady dealings with uh, Xander and the vampires through Xander's lower end and Hello. And Hello was a painter? No, no. Xander was a can't remember. Damn it. But they usually paints the blood as well. But she goes and, she goes and starts working for them. And through it, she gets some notoriety through them and learns a bit about what's going on uh, and then starts getting offered some higher-end jobs through Xander. And one of those jobs involved dropping off a package at a bench in New Park Heights, I believe is what it was called, Park Heights. So she goes and does it. And while she's there, she actually sees a person watching her. And she also finds out that she has a tail. That is being done by Xander to keep basically keep watch on her as she does her odds and ends. Just seeing if she's seeing if she is about that life. The tale turns out to be another fellow planeswalker. Vivian. Vivian Reed. You know, green arrows. Really cool. I really love her. Uh, we find out earlier that Vivian actually was doing her own bit of investigation on the planet. On me on the plane herself. And she has come to actually find another couple of planeswalkers who are also on this on this plane. One of them being referred to by many as the adversary. He is starting up his own family, essentially, bringing an uprising in all of the people underneath who are feeling oppressed by the different families and the level of privilege that they have versus everyone else in the lower class. You can see the rage bubbling up inside of the city like a powder keg. It was, tensions were very high. Families were very angry. They wanted, they wanted his head on a stick. They wanted to find out what was going on with their halo sales. 
um, because every family's dealing with Halo, but you know they're all doing it in their own shady ways. So we get back to Vivian. Vivian is doing investigating, trying to find out what is going on with um, with the plane herself, and they decide, okay, we'll work we'll work together a little bit just to see what can be taken. If we need to take this down, if what needs to happen here. So they go off on their own merry way and they come back. They also are all trying to find out what is happening with this thing um, that the Cabaretti are about to release. They're about to announce something big that's going to change the entire plane and how it works. Which, in order to find out, actually ends up being Elspeth's next assignment. Her next assignment is to go and find out what is going on there. So she goes and infiltrates the Cabaretti. And while she is in there, she meets three three people in particular. She meets the head, Jetmere, fat cat, literally just a fat cat. <laughs> and he's the head of everything. He's the one running the show. And it's a literal show out there. He They do like ballroom dances and everything. Uh, you also have his right-hand lady, an uh, elf druid named um, Jenny. Jenny always has two cats with her or have a cat and a dog and she cares for both of them she loves her animals um and there is a young teenage girl named giada more about her in a moment. but as as she goes and ends up actually elspeth ends up getting a job with the cabaretti and works with them to basically uh set up stuff set up the proceedings for this big extravagant ceremony they're about to have and giada is going to show off her power or show off what she has in store for the world turns out she is a living source of halo the only living source of halo everything else had to be either mined or siphoned um and it turns out but is essentially going to make her basically a slave that kind of commodity is too hot for all of these shady people to deal with, they will take her and use her for every last drop that they can. Because Halo is the most, single most valuable commodity on all of the plane. It is the source of all the magic, actually, as well. The same time he does, that she does, that they reveal that Giada is, in fact, a source of Halo, the adversary makes his move. And not just tries to capture them, there's a huge chase that ensues. Elspeth and Vivian end up taking Giada and saving her. Um, and they escape. They flee the scene. But Omnixilus himself made a move to kill Xander. Xander, while being the head vampire, he was also old but wise and honestly was a good person. He just wanted what was best for the whole of the plane. And Elspeth understood and agreed with that. And she almost respected him. He also was going to give her full access to his library because he is one of the few people who was one of the original founders of Nukapenna and knows about the history previous. Um, turns out that history involved the angels and everyone there is a demon, including him. They were all turned into demons um, as far as the heads go. The rest of the people, like you got ogres, you have thugs, you have all these different groups, but they all work for the main demons up at the head. Originally, Nukapenna was a plane that was run by the angels and demons together. When the Phyrexians showed up, 
the angels went to the demons and asked and begged them to please help them save the plane because the Phyrexian invasion would take over everything. Long story short, the demons betrayed them. And all the angels, they died. But not just died. It appears that their life essence remained in the form of Halo. So yeah, that drug that everyone is drinking and uh, taking and selling everywhere... It's literal angel dust. <laughs> oh my god. That's the first time I've actually said that out loud. Halo is angel dust. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is a kid's game, guys. <laughs> this is a kid's game. Man, crazy. Hilarious. But uh, Giada is an angel. That's what, we've, that's what we learned. And she sacrifices what little power she has left to actually save Elspeth um, before turning into stone herself and passing her blessing. But she saves Elspeth, who is then able to defeat Obnixilus by slashing his neck with a new sword that she has named Luxior, which has a bit of the halo in it. Um, It is infused in it. So it's interesting to see another plane where they have infused their weapons with magic to make them even more powerful. We just had this in Kamigawa, Neon Dynasty, where they infused the technology with the magic of the spirits and have made something very, even more powerful. A true weapon to fight against what is going to be coming in the Phyrexian threat, I believe. Urbrask is the only Phyrexian on this plane. Honestly, his card is probably the worst out of all the Phyrexians that we've seen. But we do know for a fact that the Phyrexians are still working in the background on this plane. They have not been defeated. And also, early on in, this, in the books, we did get a glimpse of Vivian talking to Tesseract, who was trying to basically do some recruiting of his own to the Phyrexians for him, um, for them. So that is also another story that's going to be tied in. And after saving the plane, after defeating Obnixilus, Elspeth, with a decision, chooses, um, says that home is where she is. She's learned a lesson that Elspeth tried to teach her, I mean that uh, Johnny tried to teach her earlier, and that you don't need to go, home is not a place that you can go to. Home is a feeling of where you should be. And she had to learn that lesson hard. And now she knows that no matter what she does, as a planeswalker, she is able to go and do whatever she pleases. But as long as she knows that she's happy with herself, she will be home. And that gives her the ability to leave this plane and go with Vivian to Dominaria to tell of the new threat and potential way to finish or potential ways to fight against it that are now on Nukapenna. Again, he, she has access to Xander's whole archive and library, and she was reading as they were finishing up the book. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited to see if they end up joining in in this fight on, uh, what is it, Dominaria United, I believe, is the next set coming. And then we have the Brothers War. And I think that Dominaria United is going to be a big culmination of the battle against the Phyrexians. We're going to see it all come together. We're going to see Kaldheim. We're going to see Kamigawa. We're going to see Nukapenna. We're going to see a bloodbath. I'm so hyped. So hyped. But I'm going to leave it at that. 
all in all, the sword was very well done. Very well done. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This was a very crappy and quick breakdown. And I really didn't get into any of the specific details. But I did that more because of the fact that I want you to go read it yourself as well. You, you go enjoy this. It's worth it. But until then, let me know what you guys think. Leave me a comment. Leave me a like. Leave me a subscribe. This is Rob. Have a great day.